0: In the beginning of opening my salon, I remember the thinking of this feeling of thinking, ah, this is why I started a business for the freedom, for the autonomy, for the creativity. I can come and go as I please. I can order what I want. I can buy what I like. And this is the why, why I got into business. You know, if a client canceled, I could take the afternoon off. I could pick and choose my hours. If I wanted to work late one night and finish earlier another day, I could. (laughs) It was up to me. This is why we get into business, right? And even when I started the Salon Owners Collective and things were new and I got to create lots, uh, create new programs, teach what I knew, And when I first started coaching, I thought I was pretty busy when I had a handful of clients and I could walk the dog in between my clients. Life was good. And then I started to get successful. And as time went on, all of that changed. I started to employ team members. I had more clients. I needed to do better marketing to fill the team. I had business compliance. There was HR. I needed to put in new structures and I needed to put out fires. And I started to wonder where the freedom, the autonomy, and the creativity had gone, replaced by stress, pressure, demands. (laughs) Does any of this sound familiar? (laughs) Where is the dream? (laughs) I realized, though, that as my business grew, I needed to be, I needed to behave, I needed to do things differently. A different version of myself was required. And as the business grew, my role changed and sometimes really fast, I was required to play a different role at each different stage of my business as it developed. And based on how many humans I have inside of my business, these changes can happen super fast. One day you're doing one thing and the next day you're doing, or you need to be doing something completely different. And so you'll want to know what role should you be doing at each stage of your business because what got you here won't get you to where you're going. So let's explore this. This is the topic for today. Let's explore what are the different roles, who should I be being at different stages of my business growth. Now we've chosen a business model that is... a a business model that grows humans, teams, teams of people that service real humans. We're in the relationship business and we're in the service delivery business. And we've chosen a model of business that requires humans. We're not selling products. We're not eBay. We're not Amazon. We sell humans time. And so humans become the people inside of our business become the most important commodity inside of our business. So the first stage or the first role uh, that you play in a business, in a hair or beauty salon business is the operator. So you might be a stylist or a therapist, and maybe you start with just you. Maybe you start with you and one other operators. Now in this phase, you get to still really enjoy doing what it is that we do. What is our business? We serve clients and in the operator phase or operator role you can still enjoy being present with your clients and doing great delivery good customer service good quality hair good quality beauty therapy providing good products serving the clients creating a great experience and deliver in this phase being the operator your sole purpose in life is to create a good Service delivery experience and enjoy your clients. And when you've got one or two other team members, usually you can keep them really close to you, with you along the ride with you. It's easy to communicate, you cross paths easily. Hopefully, they're people that you like, you know, you trust, and you can stay together as a team. So that's the role of the operator. And this is usually where we all start we We feel good at being an operator. We know how to be an operator because in our previous role, before we were a business owner, we were solely the operator. Now we're an operator that's got a few other things to do, but we can we know how to do that. We know how to serve clients. And if we've got people close to us, we can support them in their journey to help them serve clients as well. And usually we pick pick people to come and join us that are like us. But as the business starts to grow, And we now have four in the team, you and three others, or anywhere between seven or eight. You become the manager. The manager has a business that is four to eight humans inside of their business. And the dynamics change. And you actually need to start to learn to manage, actually getting some management tactics. Because what happens as your team starts to grow is you can't keep them all close to you. And you'll start to employ people that you don't gel with or you don't connect with quite as much as maybe the first one or two. And you start to get human dynamics and team members that don't necessarily love each other. (laughs) Hands up if you've had this happen in your life. (laughs) So as we move into manager, we need to start learning some new skills about how to manage humans, how to manage dynamics. But you've still got all the other jobs to do. You've got the HR, you've got the marketing and the dynamics change at this phase and place of the business. So let's, before we talk and dig into what are more of the challenges in that phase, what's the next step? When you start to have eight or nine plus in your team and as you grow beyond that, there are other levels, but let's talk about that later. I just want to talk about the the, the operator, the manager and the the leader, the CEO. So the CEO has nine plus and this is when you really need to now um, start to create a management structure because what worked when you were a manager in the four to eight now starts to be broken in the CEO phase and you need to start to lead. So I did some research years ago when I uh, was in this phase myself in the salon around How many humans can one manager manage? And the research actually shows that it's about seven. When you you have to manage more than seven people, you start to get tapped out. You get disconnected from your people. The lines of communication get broken. So if we can only manage seven people directly reporting to us or directly we're directly responsible for, And it starts to break after that. Once you start getting into the leader CEO role of your business, you now need to start building a management structure. You need to start having somebody else on your team who's also managing. So not only are you now managing clients and you're also managing doing management role, but now you're actually also being a leader because you now need to lead another manager. And what I see is that too many people are going through these stages of growth inside of their business and they're feeling the pain. So if you're feeling the pain inside of your business, you're stressed out at your people, you're frustrated at their performance or behavior, and you're overwhelmed in your business, it's truly a sign that you've not moved into your new role as your business has grown. And you're not meeting the needs of your team. Your team needs to be managed. They can't just be thrown out there into the world and left to their own devices. Who is supporting them? So let's explore this a little bit deeper again. And I really want to focus on the four to eight, the manager in this episode. Because if you're the sole manager inside of your business and you've got anywhere between three, four, five, six, seven, eight people inside of your business and you're managing that, then this is the hardest phase to be in. If you're still wearing all the hats you've got operations you've got client care you've got accounts you've got marketing you're opening and closing your business you're employing you've got to deal with holidays and leave and and hiring and firing and the list goes on changing dynamics of a growing team like the change itself you know the effect of growth itself throws you new things you haven't experienced before and what used to work starts to break So (laughs) to add injury to insult, what I often see in the manager's phase in in a business that's growing four to eight is that I see owners start to earn less in this phase. Like earning nothing, taking nothing home, there's nothing left over. And I see business owners earning less than when they were working for somebody else. I see owners... uh, working more hours before they had the growth spurt. More hours, less money, more stress, more overwhelm, challenges with their team, and they start to question what the heck am I doing here? Why? (laughs) Why am I running this crazy business and, and going nuts? Growth changes things and it breaks what used to work. And this is when we start to feel like we're on the mouse wheel and we're drowning in overwhelm. This is the phase that we have to dig deep. Because on the other side of manager is leader, CEO, when you can start to create some uh, a management structure and start to get to support, get some support around you. So we can easily lose sight at this point of where you're going, why you're even here. But if you're smart, it's only for a while. Often, actually, it's only one or two significant strategic moves that actually can change everything and step you out of overwhelm. There's a handful of things that you can do strategically at this point to step you out of and off the mouse wheel and back into momentum. So if you're here right now at this phase and you're hurting, I just want you to know that you don't have to stay here forever. There is a tipping point. And it's often just one or two things. Maybe it's a new stylist or a therapist, an incoming income-generating team member that allows you to financially make the move to step away from the floor a little bit and step into manager and actually pick up the role and often the things that you know you should be doing and you're no longer doing because there's just no time. Stop wearing all the hats and start to gain momentum. So I want to encourage you to stay the course and decide what that tipping point is for you. What's the one big move that you kind of know in your gut that you need to make and you're just feeling fearful, or that you're feeling fearful if you step back and you pass on your clients, that someone else will come out, come and take you and take your clients and then leave and take your clients with them. What is that? What is the fear? I want you to tune into that. What is the fear if you make that one strategic move? What is the fear that what will happen? Now I want to. Another episode. I'm going to talk more about fear because I think it's the one biggest thing that breaks a business owner. Actually, I've done an episode on fear. Um, Let me get that episode for you. Hang on a second. Okay, I went ahead and had a quick look. (laughs) So it's episode 98. Go back to www.salonownerscollective.com forward slash episodes and scroll down to, to episode 98, and you'll find it there. I want you to. Listen to that just to help you come overcome fear itself and pick up the courage to make that strategic move. If you really want to grow and you really want a life of freedom and of profit, you know, the freedom to do what you want, when you want, how you want, not be chained like a ball and chain around your ankle and locked into your business, living in the space of fear to make the moves, or you want to live a life of real profit, like actually get paid what you're worth, then I encourage you to overcome the fear and really think about that one strategic move that you need to make. What is that tipping point? There's a whole bunch of things that you can do that's going to step you out of this, help you transition through manager, th- four to eight team members, and into the next phase when you can really start to gain momentum. That that phase of sort of eight, nine team members, the financial cogs, the financial puzzle starts to piece together. You are able to step away and create the freedom to step into being the manager and the leader that you need to be to overcome the roadblocks, to pick up all the things that you know that you're not even doing yet, that can actually make the change that you need to make inside of your business. It's time to make that change. What got you here is not going to get you there and you don't need to be stuck down the hole. So I want to encourage you, stick at it, be brave make the decision like if you're close if you drive you know lots of people drive when they listen to this episode are you driving <laughs> if you're driving when you park i want you to take a picture of you driving um and tag me on instagram put it on your story or maybe you're doing the dishes what are you doing when you're listening to this but whatever you're doing at the next moment not while you're driving please don't do this while you're driving when you stop get a pen write it in your phone notes. What is the one thing, like just stop for a moment and be silent. And What is the one move that you know that you need to make to make the change to get you out of the hole and back into moving forward? And then I want you to tune into what is the fear that's holding you back. Because when you can name it, you can shame it. When you know what their fear is, like is it the fear of people leaving? Is it the fear of rejection? When you know what that is, you can start to work on overcoming it. But until you do that and you write it down, there's something really magical about putting pen to paper. And I encourage you to actually use a pen at some point and not just typing because there's something really kinesthetic about writing out what it is that you need to write, all the plans, or it's why lots of people do journaling. I, I I'm not a journaler myself. Um, I'm a thinker. I do the processing in my head when I do active relaxation, vacuuming, um, dishes, um, middle of the night, not so great showers. Um, but there's something really kinesthetic about writing things down and writing it out and getting it out of your body. It helps you plan and process. And talking is the other one, talking things through, talking it out. Because in order for you to talk to somebody and make something coherent (laughs) and make it make sense for the other person, for the listener, your brain has to structure that information in a way that's going to be logical. And that's really helpful. That's why, why, why people go into therapy. It's why people go into coaching so they can talk and they can talk things through and work it out. Especially if you've got a busy life, you actually don't have a lot of time to just sit and think. It's why people meditate um and if you don't have that time and space in your in your life then talking is the other way of therapy or writing things out to organize and structure the information and usually if you take the time to tune in and just do the process you will find what it is that's holding you back you know what the strategic move is and then you just need somebody or some process to help you step through putting that into place so if you're ready to grow but you feel stuck and you want some help with a few of those intentional strategic moves, then I want to invite you, formally invite you to come and join me in my full immersion program. This is my program that I run and we work together, the Freedom and Profit Full Immersion Program. Now you can join the hub. Of course, I'm around in the hub, of course, but the Hub, the Freedom and Profit Hub is a place that is designed for a bit more self education you move yourself through the program you take the, the master classes and the support and you put them into place and I'm there in the group for you to support you but in the full immersion program we hang out together a lot and I help you work through those steps step by step and there's a lot of opportunity to talk and process that information and also to get that information reflected back at you so there's insight into the way that you're thinking and maybe sometimes have a 360 or, or a 180 view on, on what's going on inside of your business. It's so valuable. So I'm personally coaching a small group of salon owners, step-by-step, step, fully immersed, stepping out of overwhelm, gaining, gaining clarity, moving into momentum, living a life of freedom and profit, get paid what you're worth without working the extra hours. So I'm Directly delivering the exact strategies by masterclass, step by step actions, and coaching time together. We meet together over Zoom. The exact strategies that I used to grow my multi million dollar salon. And I had an awesome team of 30 women working with me. And I use those same strategies, to be honest, in my coaching business now to manage my team, to uh, build this business. So, straight from my playbook, into your hands. And take your place with me and a few other awesome salon owners who are creating real freedom in their lives, real profit in their lives. You'll be surrounded by forward-thinking salon owners. We're all on a mission to kill it, to conquer it in business and become the true CEO in our business without compromising our lives, our personal lives, our loved ones. So I don't promise it will be easy, but I do promise it'll be worth it. And I'll leave the link below to come and join the Freedom and Profit Full Immersion Coaching Program that I run personally. I'll leave the link below and um, I invite you to come and have a strategy session with me. It's a free session that we will talk together. I want to know all about your business, what works, what doesn't work, uh, where you're at, where are your challenges, and I'll give you as much support and strategy direction as I can in the time that we have together and let's see if you're a fit for the program i would love to have you on board so go and book that free session now otherwise i shall see you next time same time same place next week thanks for joining me on the salon owners collective podcast and until next time thanks for joining us for another episode of the salon owners collective podcast Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.